This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts of Beer, we're discussing our favorite movie, Hitman. Hello and welcome to another mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor, welcoming you to this edition of Body Counts and Beer. And I'm Mark Rosendahl, welcoming you to this chapter of this edition of this mini-sode. Please, it's a volume. These are all connected. You can't (laughs) possibly listen to one without getting the full context of our entire catalog. Definitely. Now go back and listen to that first commando that's not available. Now you can just start with that first kickboxer. Our show starts with episode two, and we've never explained why. Hey, well, we're true. saving that up for the prequels. We wrote a lot of backstory that we, you know, we just decided to start recording the best part of it first. Yeah, we weren't sure we were ever going to make a sequel, but now that we're uh, rolling, I think we can go back and rectify that. Oh, so when we do body counts and beer part two, it'll be body counts and beer uh, babies, like <laughs> Muppet babies. Oh, nice. I'm down with that. Right. I hope. When, I, I look forward to when we start doing other genres. And they're just body counts and beers stories. Right? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till we start doing like Emma. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Pride and Prejudice. Fucking Bridges of Madison County. Oh, Ooh. boy. The body count in that movie is one heart of this <laughs> weeping fella. Uh. As she tragically has to say goodbye to that guy she's having an affair with. Wait a minute. Kind of fuck that movie. Yeah, yeah, probably. Tell your husband you're not happy, you idiot. No. Also, we're talking about bridges. bridges. We're talking about Bridges Madison County. Isn't Clint Eastwood a good 70 years older than Meryl Streep? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't Clint Eastwood a good 70 years older than everybody? You guys are both wrong. <laughs> Clint Eastwood is not good in any capacity. Oh, I don't know Whoa, about that. He's pretty on. He's pretty fun in the movie The, the Rookie with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Is that the one where he's got Take Care of the Monkey? No, that's Any Which Way But Loose. And I thought there was Any Which Way You Can. That's the sequel. <laughs> There's two of them. So I'm technically right. Yeah. <laughs> Clint Eastwood and Clyde the Orangutan go around razzing dudes in bare knuckle boxing matches. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking Dunstan checks in. I'm sorry. Oh, that's where that's where Jason Alexander and yeah. the Orangutan Dang, yeah. run around razzing guys in bare knuckle <laughs> boxing matches in the basement of a hotel. Yeah. Which, incidentally, is the hotel for dogs. Now, moving <laughs> on. Uh, uh, this week's mini-sode, because we're watching John Wick 2... Uh, next week, wink, wink. Uh, we watched it today. Uh, don't spoil it. They know. Yeah, they don't. We've shown. Oh, uh, you're right because nobody listens. Right. The bots no, have no. no idea what you guys. Is. Our listen count is always higher than the number of people it takes to produce this podcast. So we're doing just fine. Oh, yeah, by community theater rules, we are killing right? it. That's the true. show has gone on. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. I mean, there were once or twice with difficulties. Yeah. Didn't we have to do one of them from memory? Uh, we had to. Well, we did. And we, like, uh, lost a guest? Will we ever find that guest? <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, we had to redo The Last Jedi because mm-hmm. the computer ate it. We also, uh, yeah, we, we recorded... We, we released the Evil Dead 2 one, right? Evil Dead 2 came out. There was one episode that is lost forever uh, because the uh, again the computer didn't eat it. They, uh, the microphone... <laughs> they wore tennis shoes, I know. <laughs> the, the microphone came unplugged during the recording and it got picked up by the computer mic. Ooh. It's just halfway through. Uh, and the audio quality was absolute trash. I can't remember what it was for, but... Uh, 
Oh, it was the Guardians. It was the Russian Avengers movie. Oh, good. Ro- oh, oh. We lost- with Bear Man. With Bear Man. We might oh. have to rewatch that. We're gonna have to go back for that eh. one. You're well, right. I'm sure there'll be like a Russian Avengers too. Guardians too. Yeah, of Russia. <laughs> So anyways, uh, <laughs> this week uh, we are discussing our favorite movie, Hitman. That's right. Hitman, Assassins. Hitman. Yeah, that's right. So Hitman, obviously, have been through uh, 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 a long Hollywood history, and now we're going to talk about some of our favorites. John, why don't you start? Who's your favorite uh, movie, Hitman? Oh, Captain Kirk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hitman of yeah. my heart. Grow up, you babies. He's fucking killing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that the whole idea of Starfleet is this peacekeeping initiative, and specifically the Enterprise. They're on a five-year mission. They're on a go... scientific mission. Yeah, yeah, to see how far dilithium crystals can allow you to chase skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty far, it turns All out. All the way around the Alpha Quadrant, baby. But oh, they yeah. always end up on a planet, and Kirk always ends up throttling some poor alien to death. That's right. Yeah, he has done a great job of making first contact with countless species, declaring that humanity A, exists, B, has unfathomable technology, and C, should be deeply mistrusted. <laughs> And D, I, you know, I'm fucking glad in the new movies, uh, fucking the Romulan comes back in time to blow up Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> fucking had it coming, you guys. John, who are some of uh, who are some of Kirk's best kills? Like who 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 who, who, oh, who deserved uh, the, it? What is it? The the fucking the Gorg? Yeah, the Gorn. The Gorn. The big lizard yeah. guy. On he the fights plane. him in a rock quarry. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then Jim Carrey sang the fight music during Cable Guy. And I remember he that. Built yeah. a gun from sulfur and shit that's like laying around on the rock planet. Oh, right? just like Jude Law builds a gun out of his Chinese dinner in Existence. Nah. And it shoots teeth. Because thanks, David Cronenberg. <laughs> Yikes. That's a, I've never seen that movie, but I fucking have to now. Yeah. That Dude, sounds it's, rad as hell. It's pretty great. It's kind of like The Matrix. Like the idea is you plug into like a video game through a port in your head, but instead of it being like a computer, it's a weird pulsing skin sack. Oh, nice. Uh, oh. And then, yeah, one of the levels is the Chinese restaurant, and he orders the special, and then when he's done, he takes Wait. the bones and gristle and turns it into a gun that shoots teeth. That's oh. basically just a reverse virtuosity, where instead of Russell Crowe coming into our world to eat glass and kill people... We're going into their world to shoot them with Chinese teeth. Sure. Also, uh, Willem Dafoe's in it as a shitty gas station attendant. Nice. He'd have to be. Yeah. I, my real answer is incredibly quick, which is why I have that whole area's goof em up. Oh, uh, oh. My real favorite movie, Hitman, uh, it's super quick, is in uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, the James Bond movie. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like in this hotel and a hitman who's been hired by the bad guy is waiting in the room to kill him. James Bond is unarmed and the hitman's just like, I'm a master of forensics. I can shoot you from wherever and make it look like a suicide and everyone's, you know, you're never going to get out of this. And he's like, well, shit, you got me. You got the drop on me, James Bond. Uh, Hitman gets a phone call. They're trying to get into James Bond's car to retrieve some MacGuffin, and they can't get in. So the line that the Hitman delivers is beautiful and perfect. It is... <sighs> Apparently there is a case in your car, and they cannot get in. I don't know what to say. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why he is the best movie Hitman. That's a great Hitman. Because he is the Hitman who has just been... 
He has not, there's no room for advancement in his current management <laughs> level. No. He is just putting in his last five years so he can get his pension, and he's just fucking over it. He's never like middle management hitman. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick, favorite movie, Hitman. Uh, I'm gonna go with Anton Sugar of No Country for Old Men. Fame. Anton Sugar? Yeah, Sugar, Sugar, do 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 do. Oh, honey, honey. I thought you meant Sugar, the kombucha mushroom people sitting around all day. Whoa, whoa. Y'all remember early System of a Down? Come on, guys. Let's get back to the late '90s. I am very purposefully forgetting. That's when all metal singers occasionally went. Ooh, for no reason. Yeah, and then they all went falsetto inexplicably. And yeah. he had a mandatory rap break. Right, and yeah. biblical allusions for no point. Oh, for you sure. Need those. That you was guys important. remember Static X? Oh, I sure oh, do. Yeah. And that the song Push It? Oh. I, rem- I actually, uh, The only reason I remember Static X is because the uh, Dwayne McDuffie comic book character Static X couldn't use his name when they made a cartoon show out of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the band had like beat him to it in some oh, weird legal amazing. way. So he's just Static Nice. Oh, right on. Nice, I just nice. remember that Wayne Wayne Static, the lead singer of uh, Static X, had like Legion hair from like the comics. Oh, like, yeah. That just big, like, tall. Yeah, big yeah. tall hair. And that one song, uh, Push It, but they had another song that not a lot of people know, but it was also the, the titular song of their uh, debut album. It was called Wisconsin Death Trip. Nice. <laughs> Pretty good song. Right the, on. The chorus lyrics are, get on up on this Wisconsin death trip. Fuck yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Patrick, tell me more about Anton Chigger. Oh, uh, he, A, has a great weapon in that it is a bolt gun that he has to drag like a propane tank around. With, it's but, compressed air, Patrick. But uh, Yeah, but he drags it like a propane tank. Oh, that was right. a character choice. In general, he's largely kind of a flat hitman, but what I do really like about it is there's all this like build-up about this other hitman that's going to come and, and take care of business. And then it's Woody Harrelson, and you're like, fuck yeah, Woody Harrelson is going to fight this guy. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Anton Sugar rolls into his hotel room, like bolts the door, walks in, is like, hey Woody, bolts him right in the forehead, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Woody Harrelson dies so fast. It's I great. Fucking I love that movie because it is a movie that operates on the rules of it should be a just cosmic like there should be right. cosmic justice right. in this world. And then there's but there just isn't. Yeah. Like uh Anton even gets hit by a car at the end of that movie and you're like, whew that monster's dead for, and immediately gets up yeah. and just fine. keeps walking. He's fine. Yeah. I mean, nobody gets what they deserve in that movie. It is a Coen Brothers movie. There is a streak of nihilism yeah. that runs deep in a lot of their yeah. stuff. But, like normally, the nihil it, it's it's more of like a comedic irony kind of an effect to it. Like, like the sure. nihilists in Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> the darkest they had gotten up to that point before they did No Country was in uh oh what the fuck was that movie with George Clooney plays the lawyer. Intolerable cruelty, yeah. yeah. Where he hires a hitman to kill the woman that yeah. he's in, and the hitman uh, uses an inhaler. He's asthmatic, and he mistakes his gun for his inhaler. Yeah. Oh shit! Is like about as dark as the Coens had gotten at it, that of like complete meaningless. It's violence. also the most yeah. hilarious death scene in movie history. So goddamn darkly funny. Um, I would I would argue though that they got darker in uh, both Miller's Crossing and Blood Simple. Those are pretty dark movies well, in general. But what's simple is like they enter into it's it's bad people doing a bad plan and the plan unravels and they get punished for being bad. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. But sure, like sure. in no country, most people are just sort of neutral. 
Well, I, I mean, I think Llewellyn, what's his name? He's like kind of an asshole is kind of right. the thing. Like Tommy Lee Jones is just on this side of good and that's about as good as you get. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is pretty much a piece of shit. God, I do like the comedy version of No Country that they did, which was Burn After Reading. Yeah. Which was what if all this shit was hilarious and it's amazing and it ends with J.K. Simmons just sitting down at a desk. Well... What do we take away from this? What did we learn? (laughs) (laughs) That movie is also great because it has John Malkovich playing... Just the most (laughs) angry man. He's basically playing a character from, like, an Armando Iannucci, like, British, like, like, I say fuck a lot show. Yeah. Like, he's basically uh, 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 the new Doctor Who. What's his name? The old... Oh, Peter Capaldi, who is not the new Doctor Who anymore. That's right. The 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 previous previous Doctor Who, you're right. Uh, uh... The artist, uh, but, yeah, yeah, when he was in uh, in the loop, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's that guy, but American, basically. And I fucking my favorite, probably my favorite Coen Brothers thing ever is when he's on the phone with his credit card company after his wife leaves him, and he's just like, "No, I don't have my account number. My wife took care of it. You idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, oh, oh man. Talking British, though, I want to give an uh, honorable mention hitman to Bullet Tooth Tony. He's super great in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's true. That's oh, true. Back when Guy Ritchie could fucking direct. Yeah. <laughs> Those, like, three great movies he made. Yep. <laughs> Followed oh. by nothing but garbage. Well, Matthew, Obviously, you I never think... saw his King Arthur. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> I feel like it can't possibly be. Correct. <laughs> I think Matthew Vaughn sort of got all of the talent in that creative divorce. Yeah, I think <laughs> right. what happened was uh, Matthew Vaughn, like, sort of usurped that talent when he made Layer Cake and never yeah. and never gave it back. <laughs> God, that was the movie that got uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond. Yeah. Nice. And it got Matthew Vaughn kick-ass. And uh, a long career of just adapting Mark Millar comments. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, so to move on, Mark, favorite movie, Hitman. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with uh, Sam Rockwell as Chuck Barris in Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. No, he's a game show host. Uh-huh, but he's also, wink, wink, a CIA hitman. What? And he also wrote the hit song Palisades Park. True. Nice. Uh, no, that that movie is a, a, a lot of fun. Uh, it's George Clooney's directorial debut. Uh, Sam Rockwell gives a amazing performance in that movie as a guy slowly going insane uh, because he's working himself to death, creating the Gong Show, and yeah. also killing, killing people. people. Yeah, killing people. All that moonlighting, killing people is yeah. very tiring. Yeah, uh, it's got some really great like like uh, Julia Roberts has like a really great like small sort of like well she supporting plays like cameo an, uh, in the movie. like a Russian hitman she's yeah, like yeah. a double agent who you know re- it's a really great scene when they're both double crossing each other at right. the same time it's oh, great yeah that's an awesome movie uh, it's solid yeah. yeah also it's Chuck Barris yeah. host and creator <laughs> of the Gong Show right <laughs> it's got Gene Gene the Dancing Machine yeah, yeah. it's got the masked comic yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it and it it just what I love about that was uh the press tour that he did after like actual Chuck Barris did. Oh right. Where clearly he had asked everyone not to ask him about murdering people. Yeah, right. Like whether like it's like was it real or was it not is something that will like Tony Clifton, we will just never know. Oh, Chuck Barris maintains to this day that it's real. It's in his right. autobiography. Yeah, that's what he claims. Yeah, but he will not like 
talk about it. Oh, not anymore. It's in his book. Yeah. yeah. He, he talked about it all he needed to. Yeah. Right. Read it, chump. <laughs> He's just I trying to sell to more copies it. of his book. Right. I fucking watched the movie. He got money for that, too. Yeah, that's true. You're yeah. still lining Chuck Barris's pockets. Yeah, good. Yeah. 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 All right, I, I wasn't expecting this to end so amicably. Yeah. Uh, any, Chuck uh, Barris, everybody. Yeah. Uh, any, Good for uh, America. Any other honorable mention movie hitmen we want to bring up? Uh, obviously, we haven't mentioned John Wick because obviously he's the best, and we're talking about John Wick 2 next week. But anyone else? Anyone else got any honorable mention hitmen? Yeah, I mean, uh, the uh, Vincent Vega and Jules from Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, right. right. Uh, They're not particularly good at their job. No, Jules is very good at his job. Yeah. Vince <laughs> is a giant fuck up. <laughs> and he, everything. Right, he dies because he can't stop pooping at the wrong time. Ooh, that'll yeah. get you. That will get you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets oozied by Bruce Willis. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he also is very bad at taking Uma Thurman out on dates. He's okay. They get over that awkward hump and they're doing that dance competition and they have a perfectly fine time. She just happens to overdose on his heroin and she just happens to be the boss, uh, the wife's boss, the boss's wife. Yeah. But he's very, he spends the whole date complaining about the price of a milkshake. Hey, those it things was get five crazy dollars. expensive. You know what's really crazy now? If you went to a place that had a $5 milkshake, you would go, that is reasonable a reasonable price, price for yeah. a milkshake. Oh, yeah. But in 1994, it was just like $5 for a milkshake. That's back highway when, robbery. You're going to beat up Steve Buscemi for that. Yeah. Well, back when money had value and a gallon of gas <laughs> was like a crumpled dollar. Yeah. Don't worry, John. Herman Cain's going to take care of that when we move back to the gold standard. Fuck yeah. Cool. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to go panning. <laughs> There are you plenty know, of places in Wisconsin Dells where you can ooh, do that. It's just, Patrick, you know that gold has value now. Well, the know. last thing you want to do is introduce more gold if we go back on the gold standard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You sound like the old-time king of Spain here, John. No, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's me, Cortez. I want to flood myself with gold. I did not wipe out the Aztecs <laughs> so that you could just have a bunch of gold. But Hernan, I got this bitch in pan. That is a very cool pan. Right? And panning right? for shit is right? a lot of fun. Also, my pants got rivets in them. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Eat that with a stick. Ooh, real quick, though, real yeah, quick. Yeah, uh, how do you me. feel about that Dern Rabbit? Ooh. You fur again him? Mmm. Mmm. I'm fur. All right, I'm all right. for it. It's an interesting way to I'm go. For it. Interesting right. way to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Patrick, do you have an honorable mention, Hitman? Uh, you know, I'm gonna bring up Gross Point Blank just because it has one of my favorite scenes of incredibly convoluted hits, which is where he is like trying to put an IV tube down through an air vent just over a dude's mouth so oh, that he yeah, can drip poison. poison into his mouth while he's sleeping, which is like. Such a Rube Goldberg assassination attempt. I love it. Sure. Yeah. All while he's like got like the violent femmes playing in his head. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And he's trying to sort out all of his life problems. Yeah, Being well, a hitman's hard, guys. It really yeah. is. And it's lonely. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is the owner of a lonely heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know what? Better than being an owner of a broken heart. Oh, true. true, true, true. So yeah. true. Yeah, Dan yeah. Aykroyd ends up with a broken heart at the end of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Insofar as he is dead. Yeah. <laughs> it is, his heart is shattered yeah. by bullets. Yeah. <laughs> Don't work no more. That's exactly what Yes was singing about, I think. <laughs> exactly. Well, they had just seen Blue Velvet, and they were very <laughs> taken with that line of, I got a valentine for you. You know what it is? It's a fucking bullet from my gun into your heart. <laughs> I'm like, hey... 
let's start comparing different forms of hearts. Interesting. Yeah. All right. There's well, there's lonely hearts. Correct. There's broken hearts. Well, let's dig into that and see how far we get. And if we need to throw in a couple more hearts, we can. I think that's all the hearts, though. Yeah. Uh, well, it's let's, just those let's two. Just, let's well, see how far we get. There's Queen of. Mm, that's well, no, already no, a song, Patrick, though. Patrick, she's a killer queen. True facts. So, yeah, yeah. no, you thank got you. Me there. That you just got leads me there. to a broken heart either way. Yeah, She's yeah. going to leave you or she's going to kill you. And you're right yeah. back down to it. Yeah, and you Correct. don't want a broken heart. You'd rather just have a lonely heart. Yeah, exactly. you're either going to be Dan Aykroyd in that movie or Dan Aykroyd in life. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Well, I don't want either of those choices. <laughs> oh, guys, he's got plenty of weird Canadian biker friends. No, I'm sure he does, but I bet he doesn't have enough evidence of extraterrestrial life. What oh, are you talking about, he Patrick? 100% <laughs> does. He got plenty of Yeah, he turns their skulls into vodka bottles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then he runs that vodka through a bunch of diamonds, and which I think is the poop of aliens. Ooh. And he knows for a fact fact that aliens were just about to make contact but then 9-11 changed everything <laughs> damn it Jesus. didn't it though that is straight up true hey, you can look no, it up I believe you they were coming in and then they got shut down at customs <laughs> all this brought to you by Dan Aykroyd writer and director of Nothing But Trouble <laughs> the movie that stops for a four minute fucking music video by Digital, Digital Underground. Underground fucking Tupac is in that movie and Humpty yeah Humpty Hump is pretty great yeah. yeah 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 Dan Aykroyd fucking come down here and be a guest on our podcast please you idiot John, no I'll gonna serve be... you your own vodka. Yeah, I John Dan Aykroyd. John, nobody's gonna be a guest on our podcast when you ask them in such a threatening tone. You do the one of our would be guests. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm doing it wrong. Let me try again. <clears throat> hey, Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> come on my podcast and debate me. Ooh. If you don't show up, it's because you know you're wrong. And probably because you like Toronto, Ooh, John doesn't. Yeah, well, I'm fine with Toronto. Are you? I fucking hate Quebec. Oh, come on, Patrick. That's Quebec right. is a cesspool. And Toronto's not in it. Correct. I always forget that. It's in Alberta. I don't know where they keep it's their cities up there. It's not Alberta. What are you talking sure about? It is. You take you take the train from Prince Edward Island into Newfoundland. What? Oh, I love Newfoundland. Then you trek across the Yukon. You take a pit stop in the Northwest Territories. Yeah. Those are still just territories, so you can gamble. Yeah, and you gotta hook through Alaska. Like, hook through it, but then right. you're right back out. Well, you use the gravitational pull of Alaska to slingshot <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Well, thanks for that terrible geography <laughs> lesson, John. Prove me wrong, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Now Dan Aykroyd's going to show up at my apartment with a fucking globe and like a Rand McNally map. <laughs> That's going to be so rad. Maybe he'll take us on his motorcycle. Look, Ooh. speaking of somebody who has seen Dan Aykroyd live in concert with Jim Belushi and their Have Love Will Travel <laughs> Blues Review, i.e. we, I don't think we're legally allowed to do Blues Brothers anymore because oh, yeah. we sold the rights to Universal Studios. <laughs> to make Blues Brothers 2000. Woo! Uh... Uh, I don't ever want to see Dan Aykroyd in person again. I had to watch him basically assault Catherine O'Hara into eating a steak she didn't want to eat. It was terrible. Oh, <laughs> poor Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, hey. but then ACDC came out and it was fucking rad. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for this uh, episode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. We'll see you next week when we're talking John Wick Chapter 2. Fight sounds, fight sounds, explosions, explosions, detailed background exposition.
Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating or review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.